0: Grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good afternoon, good evening to everybody. Hope everybody had a great day. Welcome to California Haunts Radio. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. And I am also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. Uh, We are 45 strong up and down the state. And that means that we are available in nearly every county in in California. So if you think you might have a paranormal problem in your home, look us up. You can look us up at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com or you can look us up at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com org or check us out on Facebook. There's two California haunts pages plus dun, 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 plus I have a public profile on Facebook so you can get me there. California haunts ghostly <laughs> events as well is available as, as as well to you guys. If you're watching from Facebook please hit that follow button. Um, if you're not check out Calif- the California haunts ghostly events page. You hit the follow button there. If you're watching from YouTube Please subscribe, there's a little ghost in the bottom right-hand corner with a magnifying glass and a Sherlock Holmes hat on, and uh, that's where the subscriptions are. There's more than 250 videos over there with different topics, and I think you'll find something that you like. So go ahead and subscribe. And if you're watching from Twitch, please subscribe. (laughs) So I see the chat room's filling up already, and our guest tonight is Nancy. medium Nancy Matz. This is Nancy Matts Friday and this is Casual Friday. See I finally got my Aloha shirt on, see, for Casual Friday. So we're kicking back. I'm waiting on my Haunted did my Disneyland Haunted Mansion Hawaiian shirt, but this will do for now. Besides this California haunts colors too, see that it's red. Anyway, I want to welcome everybody tonight. So we're going to have a nice discussion. We're going to talk about Messages from the Dead, and it's a topic that's dear to my heart because when I was diagnosed, before I was diagnosed with congestive heart failure, was getting messages from my father and didn't realize it it didn't hit me at the time until after i got the diagnosis and i'll be talking about that because there were several things that happened that hasn't happened since in my house and and something happened when i was at a doctor's appointment you know uh something i had to have done so we're going to talk to nancy about that you know how what are the subtle messages that people who are deceased send you okay that you should that you should maybe look out for or listen to because you never know. You never know what they're going to, you know. I'm just looking at stuff. Yes. You never know what, uh, I'm just looking at the messages. I'm going to have to blow you guys up a little bit too because I'm blind. Uh um, you never know what's going to come from beyond to send you messages. You know, it could be something subtle. So we'll let Nancy talk about that because that's what she does. Me, I just, I just look for the ghosts. Nancy's the one that talks to them. All right. Anyway, so let me bring Nancy in. Well, good evening. Hello. 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 Yeah, I've hello. Aloha. Pardon me? I've got aloha. Look.
1: Aloha. Aloha. Yes, I love it. My bird of paradise shirt. You have a couple of
0: shirts on. Are you super warm in there? Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about Lizzie Borden right now. <laughs> you are. If you, listen, if you listen to the book, Lizzie Lizzie had the murder dress on, and then she threw another dress on top of the murder dress. Yep, yep. And didn't have so here I am. Here I've got one air conditioner, on, thank God. But if I didn't, it'd be like Lizzie Borden. I've had my regular California Honda shirt on, and then I've got this thing on.
1: I have. Um, I'm at a Le- uh, house in Orville and we have a. I'm not used to air conditioning up there in Hornbrook. It's you know we have one in the me- middle of the house, but not through whole. And I'm not I'm not used to being chilly with us because of air conditioning. So I put a sweater on. Like really? How hot is it outside? That's it what just, I know I'm not used to being chilled in the middle if of winter. I sit in here,
0: you know, once this thing cools it down and I'm sitting in here, I have to get a blanket. <sighs> That's how pathetic it is. <laughs> it is. I'm so used to like sitting out there with a the fan, you know, and then I come here and I freeze it.
1: Funny how that is. Um I missed the intro, what you were talking about, unfortunately. I realized we were, anyway, everybody, most we did a touch they,
0: Most people do, they doze off and stuff during the intro, but it's cool. It's all good.
1: No, I couldn't hear. I I forgot to turn. We were playing with equipment. So when I unplug and plug in again to get started, the sound on the c- computer was turned off. And I thought, there's too many gadgets for me to check every
0: time. See, was, oh, you how <laughs> If you listen to the beginning of my shows, I'm forever saying, okay, did I push that button? Let's make sure I push this button and let's get this thing locked and rolling.
1: Well, I admit I'm new at this game and I've had a lot of fun and ironing out all the the stuff. We have a fun topic tonight because Char, last show, I said a word and I don't know if we expounded upon it, but Later on in a week, it became evident. Did you share with them the audience at some? I creation? have
0: not yet, and this is why I, I was kind of okay. giving them a briefer because. Let's start <laughs> off with mine. We might as well. We're here now. Um, we're talking about, about messages from the dead, and right. the way our the way our loved ones can come back and contact us, and. I, I'm not saying that my house is like a happening place, but I mean, I, I have it all the time. They're always watching me. They're, There's always it. people there. I'm but never it, alone. Maybe you're just more sensitive. We don't know that. You know, I'm just more sensitive. But before I got diagnosed with congestive heart failure, my dad used to sit up at this at, at, at our bar. Not, not a bar bar, but a little breakfast nookie bar thing uh-huh. in my house. And he always sat there. That's where he watched TV. That was his spot. Yeah. And, I noticed that the light bulb, because there's a there's a kitchen light bulb, fixture thing up above it, just a just light bulb. The light bulb would keep shorting out, acting like it was shorting out. Oh, yeah. And this went on and on. I would change the bulb. When you stick the cigarette in it just to irritate you. Like, I want to get I just her. couldn't figure out what it was. And then I'd go over and I'd tap it with a stick and it, was, it would stay on, you know. So this went on for like a, a couple weeks, maybe three weeks. And then my cell phone in my office, I used to have I used to, I used to have the ghost apps on there, God forbid, and I had the one you know like like the EVP app on there, and I got a message saying go to hospital, and I thought that was kind of weird. I couldn't figure out you know what how could in fact you know I didn't know if anybody has ever used those. You got to physically go to the app, push the button, you know turn the app on, and then you go into the set settings to flip them on. So uh-huh. something physically had to do this, and I thought okay that's weird. So I got to the point where I couldn't breathe good and I oh. went in and I always blow these things out because I had real bad asthma. So I, I went in for a routine appointment and that's when they said, well, you are really congested and your weight's up. And I said, well, I don't understand why, blah, blah, blah. So then I, then, then I went to cardiology and boom, you know, I got diagnosed. But the funny thing was, is that I still didn't like put two and two together. Yeah. What was going on with my dad. I go to this appointment because I, I was mostly alone doing this stuff. So I go to this appointment where they're going to run like radioactive stuff through my veins ooh, you know, ooh. so they can see what my blood flow is <laughs> doing. And the first time I went, I couldn't go because my, because my heart was racing at like 165 beats a minute. Oh
1: my gosh. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And so if it was weird, it felt like there was a bunny in my chest because it just, you know, and so I had to go home the first time. They waited until I calmed down and went home. Second time I came in, I came in. I came in with my um, music on my phone. And I thought, okay, fine, I'm going to listen to some music and just keep myself home. But I didn't put it on. And they were the FM 102 station here in Sacramento. The, they play like like bubblegum pop music, <laughs> and that's what they were playing in the little because they, they put you in a little room like the size of no, the size of a cell to wait for your turn to get injected and to be put on the table. And I was sitting. I was I was sitting there waiting. And the music switched to big band music. And what Bambi? was weird? Huh? What'd you say? Bambi? Big band. Big band. Okay. Okay. Like Glenn Miller and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad's era. And, and and then my dad's favorite song came on. And that's when it hit me. Yeah. And I said he's been trying to tell me. You know, I, I, I try
1: to really.
0: help you. Yeah, yeah. So I went ahead, I went in, got the scan. They, they, could, they could barely get the scan done, but I got the scan in. And it was stuff like that, With you know, it was that that was leading up to him pushing me along to do that. Now, last week, if you remember, you mentioned my dad was here, and he said something about popcorn. Yeah. I thought maybe he was telling me because I was eating too much bloody popcorn. Well, it turns out, I had, I thought I had read the label on this stuff I was using for flavoring and I hadn't read it completely through, or my glasses were, you know. And it turns out that two tablespoons of this stuff was like 60 milligrams of salt.
1: Is that a lot? I don't know.
0: That's the way I put it on. <laughs> you know, because for me, I'm like, I want to put on this. Everything, everything I eat is bland, so when I can get something to put on my popcorn. Pour that on, honey. Just, <laughs> and I'm eating popcorn every night, so he was warning me. Two days later, I get on the scale, I'm eight pounds overweight. Oh. So did the water pill drop eight pounds. It was all water. I'm still fighting it off now. takes forever to fight it off, but I'm still fighting it off now. But I mean, he came back here to tell me to, do knock it off. But there's I mean, more to the
1: story. You, you didn't mention how you got a ticket to see Elvis. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you then, message was because of that
0: sh- movie. Now yes. tell the story there. And then last week, I had asked, I had asked the world, because I hadn't seen Elvis yet. So I had asked the world about going to see Elvis. Could would somebody, you know, help me out, send me to Elvis? Sure enough, somebody did.
1: Wonderful! What a wonderful so gesture! I got to go
0: oh see gosh. Elvis. Thank you to the to the donor that wants to be unknown, but you know, um, thank you so much. Best movie i you know, I'm telling you, I was like, I'm not like the greatest Elvis fan in the world, so I've seen all of those movies. Yeah. And there might have been some stretchers in this. But Austin Butler, he pulled it off. Yeah, he did. He really, I've really pulled it, it off. So I want to thank the person that that, that put the donation into somebody else. You know, that, that was that was beautiful. You know, of course, yeah. I went and had that popcorn on top of it. And the Chinese afterwards, so that didn't help it. So, you know, it's like I've had all this salt. So it's going to take me at least, you know, I did a water pill Monday. I just uh, did one today, too. It's going to take me at least a good week to get all I, I that off. and
1: get that here, shower is that you did the show. Yeah. Been eating, been eating popcorn, but yes. I, all of a sudden, I, I heard popcorn, and I went, well, that didn't come mm-hmm. from me because I don't eat popcorn, mm-hmm. and when I said it, two days later, you were able to see the show, and mm-hmm. at the, I guess, movie house, the, mm-hmm. you had a lot of popcorn, Yeah, and that, when you occurred to you the next morning, you went, oh, Nancy wasn't talking about mm-hmm. dad saying you've had too much popcorn, it was the movie popcorn that was so impactive,
0: and the flavoring I was putting on the nightly popcorn too, right? So Sometimes nightly. the message
1: in the rear is because they know what's coming.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And and so. that's really important. Um, I've had a lot of people get. I get messages for people in the session. Mm-hmm. I can even, which is strange. People show show up at my house and they'll tell me things, and it just happened in a group. And I got this message, and I didn't know what it meant, but the person I was talking to did. So it doesn't even have to be with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, I want you to call me. Oh, she got your messages before I even talked to her. I'll have these people show up. I talked to a lady the other day. I says, who's your redheaded relative? They showed up my bathroom. <laughs> I didn't like, oh, please leave me alone. You know, my life. And and I gave the message and it fit what she was, her life was about. So mm-hmm. it can be inconspicuous. It could be future. Uh, can it be passed? Absolutely. Most of the time it's passed. Um, they talk about what they miss the most. Mm-hmm. Um, one lady showed up and she missed having her hair done. Such a little thing. You wouldn't think that would have been important. But she liked how. Ha- I can't remember how she had her hair. But she liked going into the beauty shop because of the special attention. And that relative knew what that meant. Now, the mm-hmm. downside to getting a message, I don't eat popcorn. <laughs> And for me to say popcorn, no, yeah. I wasn't channeling. I heard it and I went, Oh, that's a strange word. Okay. Popcorn.
0: Yeah.
1: And I've always told people, uh, I either going to be really right or I'm going to really wrong, but when I get something obscure, I was talking to somebody. I said, rhubarb pie, you know, I've never had a piece of rhubarb pie. Like I, why was that someone's favorite? It was an important message. Mm-hmm. I want to get to a place of saying people. Uh, I have one lady, she get her answers and her messages. She'd leave the house and she'd look at the license plate in the car ahead of her. She would have been asking a question and her choices, decisions be made on a license plate? That's risky. <laughs> That's really risky. But I've had messages have you ever noticed how synchronous it is? Like you'll watch a TV show and a commercial come on and you're just thinking about it or a word will be said or a movie will come on that you weren't expecting because they replaced it. with, something And it was what you wanted to watch is because spirit people, when I lived in Tucson, Arizona, um, there was somebody who had gotten a, a big tip and in my business, I don't get tips. And I thought about it for once. And I thought, well, I'm paid for what I do. I don't deserve a tip, but everybody else gets a tip. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. well, that's pretty low of me. Well, I got in the car, And the one song is my favorite in the whole world. I turn on just in time. On a clear day, you can see forever. And what that meant to me was I can see the result of my inaction, my action. I should not have to get it. It was worded in such a way that it gave me an answer from a relative Mm -hmm. to say, Don't worry, you're done good. It's okay. I don't need a tip to get my gratitude. So, and I don't want tips, everybody because I work hard for my, my, your answers. And that's good. That's good feeling. Um, um, the children will come up with answers um, from relatives because they're such an easy channel. How many times has a child said something? You go, wow, how do they know that's what I was thinking about? And that's happened like three, four times in the last 10 years. The people come and call me, is my child intuitive? Well, clearly it's something going on, it's very receptive.
0: Well, um, I have another good one, too, just recent, in that we've had, uh, my my dad always loved boats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had three boats in a row that he named the Gypsy Rose.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: After my dog passed away in December, I remember telling the breeder, I said, well, give me a couple months, you know, I might be ready for a dog, you know, we'll see how it goes. And I get a call two weeks later, she says, I have a dog. And I said, well... God, it's awfully soon. She says, No, you you have to see the picture of this dog. And I said, Fine. She sends me the photo, and this dog is named Gypsy. Oh golly. And I thought, Oh my god, it's from my dad. Yeah. And so I had to have her so I ended up going, I ended up going to Bakersfield to get her.
1: And is it just Gypsy or did they name her Gypsy Rose?
0: It's Gypsy, but I call her Gypsy Rose. That's good him, but it's gypsy, you know but I mean when I heard the name I, I was just going, oh my God, he found me a dog that's goosebumps yeah,
1: yeah and he got the person to call you back,
0: yeah, yeah, and I mean I didn't expect it she told me she had no dogs available and then within like two weeks I get this call well, I've been training this one and she failed she failed her her, her working classes so <laughs> you got one that failed <laughs> I, got, I got the <laughs> I failure, <laughs> I got the reject.
1: Yeah, right. You know, but
0: um, yeah, and when I heard the name, I, I just froze. Like you say, goosebumps, you know, and I was just like, oh, no, no, this dog, Shivers. dog it's meant to be, I got to get this dog. Yeah. You know, because my dad, my, my dad was a good judge of character with dogs. So, <laughs> you know, and then I have one more instance, and then we can go on with this because you guys, you guys want to tell your own stories. Um, My mother loved Christmas. Loved it. And so I always had two Christmas trees. I had one up that was in the living room that was a normal tree, well for me. And the other one, as you can see, I like well, I a low-hanging. Like the description itself. and what you put on them. <laughs> the other one that was in the hallway, in the in the entryway. It, it, it's a, every year is a Hawaiian tree, you know, yeah. Hawaiian. Tree. Anyway, so I was telling my mom because my mom was gone already, and I said, Mom, you know, I got to take these trees down. It's, you know, we're hitting February here. I got to take these trees down. End <laughs> February. And, uh, February, yeah. <laughs> and I left him up long in honor of her You know, longer in honor of my mother And uh, I said, well, yeah, I gotta him down So I went to Target to get some um, Storage boxes Bought the boxes I'm listening to, I don't know, some Hawaiian station Just just normal You know, normal Hawaiian music You guys know the stuff But yeah. Yeah. you just sleep Hawaiian music And I get in the car, I'm starting to drive And all of a sudden I hear a holy night
1: On the Hawaiian station
0: on the Hawaiian station. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I looked over to my passenger seat and said, okay, you win. But I'm, I'm going to take one tree down.
1: <laughs> she wanted it up. Which one did you take down? The other one or her?
0: On because it was in the way of everything in the hallway.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So then I left. I, I have a seven and a half footer still up in my living room. But, yeah, that was her saying, hey, I don't want these things. That, I, I don't want them taken down. And I'm, I'm like, well, I'll take one down. So we'll just, you know, we'll, 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 we'll just yeah, compromise. Yeah, I think she got a lot, lot of.
1: Uh, good feelings from it. it really yeah. positive for her. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So one is up all, all year round now. Anyway, I'll shut up now. I have no, I love now. it all year
1: round. They say yeah. that people who have Christmas ornaments and trees up longer than the holidays, usually happy people. Yeah. I think it does make us happy. We're getting off track, but it's still fun. Oh, to it's
0: have. nice. My newer tree is one of these from uh, QVC that my friend had and. And I can change the colors of the lights for the holidays. So I have pastel lights. I can use mm-hmm. Easter, you know. So it's oh, nice. all year round pastel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can And then I, it's a candy tree, so I mean it's good all year round, really, because it's got little candies and all this stuff. So do they?
1: Does your cat and dogs get into it or? The
0: dog like the dog, <laughs> the new dog ate some of the candies, even though they're not real. But everything goes in the mouth. They're She's pretty. The tree. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So anyway, I leave one tree up for my mom. You know, there's a lot of stories about. There's a few stories about my mother. You know, but those are the ones that stand out between my mother and father. You know, those. So those, who, those.
1: who gives you more messages now, your mom or dad? than spirit.
0: I've noticed lately it's kind of frightening. I don't know. He's he's been around a couple of times the last couple of months, which is scary because my health always comes into question with that. But. What um, impression? What? What was that? Every time I'm unhealthy, he comes around. So you know, it kind of scares me.
1: But, I, um, I don't, I don't think so. I think he had a really hard life, a hard death, yeah. Um, and I think he everybody wasn't like really a great dad, sort of.
0: All right, he was okay, but yeah, you know. I think he's trying to make it up.
1: I think I he mean, he gave
0: the me everything out of it. his son, but he towards the end, he had, he had he had he had mind issues, so it was real difficult towards the end,
1: yeah. He had, was real difficult yeah. You know? yep yep so that's another
0: thing he was a bad daddy he wasn't he was a great I mean for the most part he was a great dad but he, he had at the, at the last few months of his life he was hard to handle it was real real tough
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess I'm just remembering the hard times
0: yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah so I mean those are the three or the four major events that have happened you know over the last what my mom's been gone two years and all this has happened over the last two years so, so guys you do get signs there are signs whether you dream about them, you know whether it's little things like even they talk about how this has a woman like certain birds you know in mean, the bird show well i was going right. to mention
1: butterflies dragonfly yeah. the movie yeah. dragonfly is a good example of a uh, manipulation by spirit of a dragonfly showing up yeah and uh, that poor parrot if anybody wants to watch a good movie get hold of dragonfly because the manipulation of in a positive way that poor parrot that they shared a house with was Unfortunately, manipulate, you know, flap around, set her name and, um, dragonfly. And it was just amazing. But I have a lot of clients that say, uh, well, birds show up, butterflies show up, Mm -hmm. dragonflies show up. Um, the rainbows show up, the clouds form a message. I think it's how you feel best about getting a message. Yeah. Um, my mom just gives me warm and fuzzy feeling like mom's oh mom show up you know sometimes i can feel her like maybe she's got her hand on my shoulder right now but it's kind of like a warm and fuzzy feeling for me it doesn't have to say anything it will be fun to hear her voice i always say people who are dealing with those who might pass soon get a tape recorder and record the voice yes. for as long as their voice because that's one thing we forget is how people sound and you want that you don't want an answer machine tough, that's so tough, but Mm -hmm. I always encourage people, please do that. Um, and dying, uh, they like little gifts, uh, not necessarily candy, but if smell smells good, uh, a candle or rose and things like Mm -hmm. that, that they can touch. And those kind of memories is what they'll present to you when they come back. Say you give a a lady a rose, then every time she shows up, she shows you a rose, rose color, rose smell. Kind of like the so last. Thing, I that need. was
0: something I did that not everybody does too, because being a ghost hunter and having talked to people about, you know, how you know, sometimes they'll smell your grandmother, you'll smell lavender or whatever when they come. Well, what I did was when my mother passed, I knew she didn't want to be right. dirty, mm-hmm. so I went ahead and I bathed her before they before the coroner came. I went ahead and I bathed her in a certain soap that mm-hmm. was scented, so when she comes around, I can smell her.
1: So that's the last thing she smelled. Yeah, It'd be like a rose, but you gave her perfume.
0: Yeah,
1: soap. How lovely is that? Yeah, you know, really. so the last memories are. And I tell people when they show up, this just happened. Oh, um, might have been my class or something else. That um, oftentimes I have someone show up, and of course I don't know these people, but I'll say they're just a certain way. And it takes in mm-hmm. the moment they say, "Oh, that's what we buried that person in," especially mm-hmm. youngsters. Cause that's the last thing they saw themselves and, and remember those kinds of things. Like um, I like shampoo with the coconut smell. So when people hug my kids, hug me, grandkids and whatever, Oh, grandma, you smell so good. Well, you know, I'm going to smell like gran- coconut, um, coconut smell. Absolutely. You know That's kind of a nice smell. And I, I like other, but it, there's something about hugging somebody and they have a, a scent. Um, so different generations smell differently too. So grandma and grandpa's from the past, the women often smell like um, soft powder mm-hmm.
0: because in those
1: it, 50 years ago, 60, women used a light powder after a bath, made them feel fresh. So I get that sometimes it's so light. It's hard, even hard to describe. Uh, almost like you got bath powder and you fluffed it once in that after glow, <laughs> after scent. It's just lovely. And of course, men, um, men like to show if they died in bed, the whiskers, they'll go like this, pay attention to my face. Um, cause that's how they saw themselves after they got a bed. But remember our grandparents, great grandparents smoked a lot yeah. and they'll show up the smoke of cigars. And yeah. I, I, you know, like, Oh my God, I can't breathe. Oh, that's grandpa. <laughs> he smoked those old cigars. And,
0: but we very cool. I'm, I'm not saying look for, look for signs because you're going to go nuts. But, I mean, the signs are going to happen when you least expect them. So you gotta yeah. kind of, you got you to yeah. kind of be on the lookout, but not all the time. But I was going to say busy. not all the
1: time, but you have to,
0: oh, what am I
1: smelling? Oh, so when you smell something out of the ordinary, then pause and think, who who is that? Because you're right, unless they're coming to see me, which is a planned event they're doing their life and most time people are distracted and if they're grief or sorrow, their energy is not easy for them spirit people to penetrate. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I I'll I'll tell somebody if they're in, if I'm doing a phone session, please, I'm always, I kind of like joke, drink a glass of wine or something, get relaxed. You know, (laughs) I don't promote that, but relax. And if you can meditate, whatever you call meditating, I have a couple of meditations I like, though I don't need it to do what I do because I've done it for so many years, that's just a switch for me. Envision a, a pond at midnight with the sun, the moon lit on the top of it. And you're sitting on your knees looking into the pond, on the pond surface, and see if you can calm the water. And the moon gives a reflection of being a circle versus hit with waves. And if you can iron out the waves, make them flat, then that's what your energy looks like because your focus is off what you were doing and on to something else, something very peaceful. And I've done that a few times trying to go to sleep. And it really is very, and I find that people's minds are so busy that sometimes it's hard to filter out everything so you can concentrate, to sense a smell um one thing you got to pay attention to and i wrote a poem it's on my website um one of my websites (laughs) or blogs and it was in tucson that this happened my mother had passed away and i was sitting here just thinking of her and i find that as time has gone on the one thing i miss is calling her you know just picking up the phone and calling somebody and i was sitting just relaxed and also i got hit by breeze and i was thinking of her and It came to me, this poem goes on, that I had closed the window. So the breeze came from my mother. The window was closed. There was no breeze, no air conditioning, nothing. And though the breeze was only hit one side, my left side of my body, I went, duh. (laughs) So I always tell people pay attention to surroundings. Not like me with a sweater on and air conditioning. That's not the same thing. When a gentle breeze hits you, it's them coming fast to you
0: i just think maybe for me it might be a little easier because i spent five years six years here alone with my mom
1: yeah yeah you know
0: and i constantly was with her so i noticed things like i will be like watching tv and she would go to the movies and she would grab my hand a certain way and her her, her um her nails would dig into my palm real lightly oh. and so i've been watching tv at times and i and she, she'll grab my hand things like that and i noticed that because like i said I think I spent so much time with her i I know
1: so you could feel her spirit hand, yeah, in my touch yours and wrap touch yours and wrap your fingers, trying to yeah. show how it meant yeah, yeah, yeah. I can almost see her just wrapping her fingers under your palm of your hand, yeah, that's what some, she does, yeah, is that's that what she what does. does? I can yeah, see yeah. that, yeah, um, and nicely, so, gently,
0: yeah, yeah, real gently, and she was yeah. doing it at the movies and I was I forget what I was watching on t v here and she did it, and it's you know it's it's just stuff like that can make gooseies. I yeah, like, her. but like I said, I spent a lot of time alone with her too. You know, I was with her constantly. So get used I, to little on the nuances. Yeah, yeah So do. when stuff does happen, I tend to notice it more. Mm-hmm. You know, but it will. It, it'll happen. And I mean, sometimes you're not ready after after someone dies. You're, you're um, grieving so deeply. You're not ready, and and they don't want to come and put any more stress on you either, because they, because they know hey, if they show up, that's a great
1: point. Thank yeah, you. They
0: know if they show up, they're going to cause you even more heartbreak.
1: We talked about that before, like what dreams may come I make reference to that because it's easy yeah. to get hold of where Rob Williams says joined his wife in the cemetery where he's buried and she's already in deep grief and then the essence of him of him overshadowed comes over her and she just and then he backs off and realizing she can't handle that that's too much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he lets her go and that's when after that she the story goes on everybody you got to watch it. It's really great. And I think they had someone, must have had someone like me given. The writers had some good information given to them. Oh, oh. I hear Kitty. Yeah, that's Joe. He's got a, where where are you? If he doesn't get attention, sometimes I reach up and put a. He wants to be a vlogger too, see?
0: Huh? He wants to be a vlogger too, see? (laughs) I don't know. But he's a stinker. He sounds like a stinker he's just a but, but, you know cat. but you know you might see him in a dream right away you know you might not i mean you just don't know you know it just depends on, on and i hate to say your state of mind but like i said the last thing a loved one wants to do is stress you out farther right if they know you're not ready they're not going to they're not going to come i mean that's all there is to it yeah um, i've seen it time and time again with clients you know when, when we've been out on, on, on ghost ghost touch with clients
1: and during a ghost investigation that People there, you know, people
0: are mourning somebody, and then it it, it all links together because you know, if somebody opens the doorway and you know Uh as well as if they're mourning and they're wishing for someone to come, they're going to open a doorway inadvertently without realizing it. Yeah. So other things come through that doorway. So we get called out, and then upon the interview, we find out that that they lost a loved one and they've been really mourning this loved one and they they were hoping beyond hope that it was a loved one. And it's not the loved one because they've opened this doorway but it's because they're not ready because they're you know they, they just don't want to they're, they're so not seeing you, you have anything
1: else isn't uh, excuse me if it's with ghosts yeah. it's actually their loved one trying to touch base with someone who's grieving
0: yeah and sometimes that happens too so i mean you get both sides of the coin with it so i mean you may you, you know you may want to see somebody horribly horribly, horribly bad but yeah. you're just not ready you yeah. don't realize you're not ready
1: that's pretty tough stuff i pretty stuff. You have to question when people call you to find out if someone has died recently to kind of get a gist. you have to appreciate your, a lot of grief. And when I talk to someone in a lot of grief, their energy is flashing off their body. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? If there's a spirit that isn't that person that passed away, you're going to feel them all. Mm -hmm. And our houses are full of people. Someone said, well, you know, there's not, In our history, there's more people alive today than all history. Oh, excuse me. We've had two or three civilizations before us, you know, 12,500 years ago before the ice age came in. We had people before that we've had so many people and they come, I believe in reincarnation. Now, uh, article just came out. Um, well, we're talking about grieving, uh, William, Harry have lost her mother. And they're still grieving. And a boy in Australia is saying, he saw a picture of Diane. He says, oh, that was me when I was a princess. He's only four years old. So the family's grieving. How will they handle knowing that maybe that four-year-old is a mother? That's pretty tough when they're in their castle. There was a picture of, um, I think it was Megan. Was it Megan or might have been their wedding? I'm not sure. Could have been. The old Williams wedding, where Kate was standing there, and the silhouette of the mother in a wedding dress, silhouette or a ghostly form, was in the picture. What, who was that? Anybody have an answer? And that was quite profound. It could have been before this little boy was born, but I found that kind of scary, spooky, wonderful, all at the same time. And uh, when you're in grieving, your energy is not calm like the pond at midnight. Mm-hmm. And your perception, a reception of those in the room is going to be greater, but you're not sure who it is. Mm -hmm. And one thing we have to remember is that people have a smell and a tendency to not only have a smell, but a texture. Um, They have a density to their energy. And so when they newly pass for up to six years, six months or a year, at least, they're so solid. So when they come around, you get a sense of their essence stronger we all have a body smell whether we like it or not so when you have family hugging and kissing you they feel it different i can kiss my daughter and my son and there's a different dynamic there that feels different and uh, if one of them passed, i would know that that feel against my body so same with relatives that pass how do you think through how do they smell how do they what was their, their scent? I'll call it a scent. That's a little more, um, that's a little bit better sounding. <laughs> a person's scent versus smell. We <laughs> <really> smell, Grandma. <laughs> but um, I want to uh, make light of that. More spirit women will come around than spirit men. Uh, more people ask about spirits who are around. A lot of women show up. Why? I don't know. Because we change roles a lot. Uh, you, and I've talked all many times about past lives and the past life regression I gave you. You in the period of your life now, I want to make sure we talk about that. You were a man in a past life living out a certain age in that life where you felt like I should have been more. I should have been way famous or way rich, rich or something. And you're going through that now. Where do I want to go with this? Let's let's make a big splash. Let's do it now so the dynamic of that life is pl- that life is playing into this one um, but you were a man and three or four lives that i've seen in my past i was a man so we changed back and forth um and i told you about the one i'm a woman where i'm, <laughs> I'm a nun uh before the girl before initiate and i was scrubbing a floor wanting to help the community and that's the last i can feel of her so uh, married a Catholic in this life, so maybe I'm feeling that fulfilling helping people who knows who knows. Um, so, um, just I just made a comment, seems like a lot of women show up, but though your dad is, um, I felt my dad for a while, I don't feel him now. He could be living another life another time. Um, though when I pass away, I can see him, so he'll be I, there to join me. Go out
0: I think again, it depends the relationship because I know with my dad he's just coming around now.
1: How except many for the time, now. Except
0: for the time that I was sick. Okay, we'll give it that. But mm-hmm. other than that, he's just he's he's been coming around more now. And I think it's because it's with the issues that transpired. I'm more worried yeah. for, for Did to he
1: be in 12, 2012?
0: 2011. 11.
1: So it's been let twelve years. See,
0: yeah, he came back in 2012 when I was diagnosed, and then I haven't felt him until this week. Remember, I told you there was someone in my living room. The dog was watching. You said it was him. Yeah, yep. So it's only been the last couple of weeks, and I just think because I'm more willing to forgive. Ooh, okay. The last few months, you know, you know, you exactly. know what I'm about. Yeah, I'm finally, I'm finally like dealing with that.
1: So he can feel that energy. Yeah. And that's allowed him to feel like he'd be welcome if he showed up.
0: Yeah, because in the past, like we've done conferences where he has come into to a, se- a seance that we were doing, and I was just like, no, mm-mm, no, I'll talk to you. Oh,
1: so you turn him away. So why should he yeah. try again?
0: Yeah, yeah. But I'm more open to it now. I'm calmer about it now.
1: I have felt in sessions where the man has shown up and the client, oh, I don't want to talk to him. Oh, he. or the mother goes both ways. I'm not saying one or the other. And they'll say, well, I I don't know. I have somebody I talked to who had a very uncomfortable. Well, the mother was in her life, but it was very, very difficult. She Mm -hmm. was um, hardened and uh, not a Mormon fuzzy mother at all. And so I don't know that she has shown up to my client friend, but the father has, and the father was in her life until he died and so she just saw him in a little tiny window kind of interesting how life is why do we pick a life that gives us such dynamic lessons or experiences rather and then we want to know if we can talk to somebody nancy can i come over (laughs) and um, so in essence you can get the answers yourself by meditating relaxing allowing and being in a receptive mood but be sure that it's them versus Someone else who wants attention because other spirits lack that family, lack that mm-hmm. attention, and they can also come around. So you be very specific what you ask.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and don't, I have one lady said to me, Well, I did what you said. I just had this big old question. I had like 10 questions. I says, So if they gave you an answer, how, what question? So when you talk to your spirit people, one sentence, couple words, am I doing okay? Am I making the right choices? They're not going to say no, but they could say caution or careful. You want that first words that they say. And you'll get the feelings. You'll have the sensation. Um, Everybody can talk to people. I'm just put together a little different. You know, what makes me who I am? If I I knew that, I'd sell it to you for a nickel. But um, it is what it is. I do what I do, and I, I call it that's what it is. So um, I find it very gratifying, I find it mysterious, I find it addicting. People want more and more and more, you shouldn't yes. have to. Yes. I find it, trap, it entrapment because spirit people, I had a lady come to me and she wanted me to talk to spirit guides. Oh, great, I love that, right? But she wanted them to tell her the next move in her life. And I said to her, hmm, so you've picked this life for the experience of being alive but you want a spirit person who's lived and died to come in and take over your life and your life choices. I wouldn't do it. And I told her why I says, I don't want the response of not hearing, right? Nor do I want them responsible for your life because then you'll never learn to make decisions and live your life fully and take, wow, I can live my life. I can make every decision. I have full control of my life. You know how valuable that is? How many people, million people in history lost their lives, millions, because they had no free will to do what they want to do? Mm
0: -hmm. This is really
1: a big gift to be able to say I'm fully in charge. It's nerve-wracking. And I just went through this myself, selling the house and deciding to be down here with my husband. And you say, well, you should be with your husband. Houses are totally different. It was a really hard decision. So I left up the universe. Sometimes I have to not know what I should do, but sometimes the universe said timing is everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: made my mind up. I let the universe kind of say, okay, that's all right. All right, that's okay. Because maybe I got too embedded with the problem. Now, I'm kind myself a little bit, but that's not the same thing as asking guides to tell you something. Timing is everything. If you have life choices you have to make, Sometimes it's better to wait it out. If in doubt, don't do anything at all. That's your best answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you ask where people guide you and tell you, then they're living your life, not you. What, Char?
0: And the other thing too, is sometimes they just want to show you that they're okay. They yeah. don't want to have questions. To, they don't want to have a bunch of questions thrown at them. You might see them in a dream. I saw my mother uh, four days after she passed and she was sitting on the couch in her usual spot. And her her gray hair was starting to recede. Mm. It was starting to get dark again. So she was showing me that, hey, I'm okay. Look, I'm getting younger. You know, she's getting I'm, younger. I'm getting younger. And she didn't say anything. She just was sitting there in always her, her spot where she was on the You know, and you know they might appear to you one way, and then the next time you see them, they're going to look younger. Or they're going to look different. Did I ask her questions? No, because she if she wanted me to ask her questions, she would have somehow let me know that in my head so i just kind of watched her you know and and so you can't always be asking questions either because they get tired of it too it's hard it's hard on spirit yeah you know, just like with the when we use dowsing rods in investigations Yeah, exhausts the energy that takes a lot of energy for them to do that
1: it takes a lot of and energy so, for us to get it too
0: yeah yeah. people don't
1: realize how tiring it is because we change our vibration goes mm-hmm. on the same thing but shara's investigation she's got to change her energy field to be able to receive information even though she's using electronic equipment we're always on we're always connected to whatever we're doing someone asked me are oh, you always on the on switch no I don't like doing that all the time people I can feel people on me all the time sometimes they show up like I said kind of throw me off I don't know where they get the energy did they mm-hmm. siphon it off me and people don't realize how tiring this. so I get called. I got a, a little note today. Someone wanted to know something. They have no idea how tiring it is because I have to go to the bridge. So the spirit people have to lower their vibration to us. We're kind of mm-hmm. like mud versus the big blue beautiful ocean that they are. And they have to change their vibration. So it's tiring for them to be able to sing like a bird. And I don't know they have to go blah
0: It's <laughs> a lot of energy. And I call it being goosed by a ghost. That's what I call it.
1: Goose by a ghost. Oh, there being
0: you know. by a ghost. You know, I've been on investigations where I'm all I'm doing simply is like, you guys don't watch ghost centers, right? Everybody, you know, who the hell does not And, you know, you go out, you do the post, and you are talking to the client. You say, well, here's this EVP. see what you think, first of all. I've been on, on these things where I haven't grounded myself, and I've been in the middle of doing that, showing the client what i got, and then all of a sudden my stomach does a flip. Oops. Oh, that's it. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> So I, I try to force my way through because now I'm sick to my stomach. I try to force, force my way to get through, get done, go home, and I'm down for two days. That's how quick they can your energy if you're not careful.
1: You told me that, and I, I've i heard it from you several times. <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. Um, you go on investigation, and you're on. And you don't realize that the spirit people who are there, ghosts or not, especially ghosts are this way, they're hungry for life, and they, they swarm around you. And they want the feeling of heat and vibration and energy. So all of a sudden, yeah, two or three spirit people, will, oh, human being, let's go over there, let's go over there. Let's see if they'll notice I'm I'm alive here. And the first thing you know is, my God, you're tired. I remember when I started, Ken and Ollie's Church in Citrus Heights, says Spirit of Grace UCM, uh, Universal Christ and Master. And we had a lot of people Friday nights, it's kind of like I was a novelty act or something. And I would talk to people, okay, but when I talked to the spirit people, had yeah, 30 people with all the relatives, I would sleep the whole next day. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like I was, I was, I I had to think about why that was happening. And because um, the spirit people went, oh, talk to me next. And I want you to mm-hmm. say this and this. And they have to ch- charge up to be able to talk. So guess where they're getting the energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. So you know they may not always answer your questions. They may just appear appear to you want, in a dream because it's just it's really energy consuming for them to do that stuff. To make and they watch another
1: okay, like Char said, is her yeah, mother.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm alive. I've had atheists
1: come to me after they've died, and talk to me and go, "I was wrong." <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so in some ways, you survive whether you want to or not. You, you we go to become spirit people. No religion over there. You know, there's a god figure, but all these different religions of the world, their community, their tribes, their mm-hmm. their groups, for sanctuary. They're learning the philosophy of the great masters of the seven great masters of the world. And yet, when you go there, no one ever talked to me. No one speaks to me of any religion. I was doing a joke a show with um, George Lopez. I've got his group um, Port Orange Paranormal. And we were doing a group and I saw a man that had a priestly outfit on, you know, the big robe and everything. And I thought how interesting this man's ego so tied into who he was that he shows me that he was a cardinal or bishop or something. That's the only time that's ever, ever saw that one time. And I told George, I says, and what am I supposed to say to, on the air? And he, he goes, go for it. Just tell me what you're picking up. Because I wasn't sure I wanted. I don't know what to say about that. And um, not to take anything about from religion, but I think I was surprised. What's what's being said, Char?
0: There's a question. How do you turn on the off button so I won't be bothered by the spirits at times?
1: <laughs> when I do a class, I think, let's see, they want to feel spirit kind and there's people who have that receptive energy on all the time you're wanting all the time i got to a place and envision my life force as a walnut shell turn it off boom and i'm there um and i'm off all the time unless i choose to turn a switch on so i'm as close in as i possibly can and sometimes spirit people come so close that i can't avoid knowing they're there but I call it drop the force. <laughs> I drop my force. I drop the barrier, and that to me is the switch that goes on. And sometimes I say, if you want to know what is around you, drop your force. Just relax for a minute, and I envision cotton balls all around me, and you just let them fall. And then what happens,
0: gentlemen? I'm going to teach you an easy way to do this. Okay. okay. I'm going to teach you an easy way. Let me like take this down here so I can see. So, I can see myself where my arms are. Hang on. Someday I'm going to have a second computer screen and not be doing this. this <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. I want you guys to spread it. Put, put your palms like this. You can only see me once. Let me that. Oh, here we go. Okay. Spread your hands out and bring them slowly together.
1: Oh, I remember this. Whoa, see, I can't even do that, Mike. My- <laughs>
0: Bring it slowly together. Now when you feel that resistance, that is your white light. Okay. Now you can imagine that white light in a ball, like this. You can see it feels kind of warm too when you're doing this, you know.
1: I get really charged tingly. I can't even
0: That is your white light, all right? So when you go to bed at night or you're in a haunted location, and say you're having issues with things bothering you. This light can now be spread out. Real slow, keep holding the farm. You can make it any size you want. Do it around the room, whatever, fill your house up with it. That's your protective white light. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in that light, they won't bother you. They won't that is that is your barrier. It's kinda of like a force field to that start. That's
1: right? a good way of doing it. Yeah. You're but your Energy field is bigger and it pushes them away. I go there,
0: mm-hmm. that's a good
1: way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just clamp up so I don't give my life force away, so it's a different way of thinking about it, right? Um, when I do classes, did classes at Spirit of Grace, I would use the ball thing so people would know that we have energy in our body mm-hmm. and they could start out real or start out real like this. I don't mm-hmm. feel anything. I said, Well, push it out, and if you can, dot slap your hand. Like, whoops, like that. Sizzle them up a little bit. And then start over again. This cameras I'm not sure which way. I think I have it. do
0: the same thing. Now, to give you yeah, an idea. You're just feeling your life force. What? As sarcastic as I was back in the old days when I first met Nancy. What a brat. <laughs> we're at the cemetery. It is probably about, like, 40 degrees outside because it was it was october Nancy's got a bunch of people feeling the ghost energy with palms down, walking through so of course, in my sarcastic bratty butt, when I write the article, I said, "Now you've got 100 people walking around with their palms extended, like they're actually feeling something out in this cemetery." But once I started doing it, that's when I could feel it. It takes practice to feel this stuff, just just like what yeah. I'm talking about with the with the hands, you know, together to the point where you feel that 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 sensation. It takes practice, and eventually, when you open your mind right, you will feel it. But yeah, that's how I, I was sarcastic about that stuff too. But look, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five
1: years being an investigator. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, um, long time, t- honey.
1: <laughs> I've seen a lot. I a think lot. it was that moment we all have—that you go, ah, yeah. There's too much. I'm—I'm I'm overwhelmed with. My God, look at—we have spare people around us. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was uh, flabbergasted that aha moment when your life mm-hmm. changes, the light goes on and never goes yeah. off because yeah. you get some hungry for answers. And after 32 years, every day, everybody, every day I'm talking to somebody. Um, and that's on the heels of 24 Pacific bell. And the reason I bring that up is I was, um, accounting and then, uh, I- engineering. Those are not jobs where you have a lot of inner reaction. So mm-hmm. I was closed off a little bit. And then when I became manager I still, you know, I was managing people for seven years, it wasn't a touchy feely. When you get into this work, it's touchy and feely. you better start feeling your, and so when that happened, I was so amazed at the magnitude of life force that we take that with us somehow. And, it, and it's over there. And w- my last class was a difference between a ghost and a spirit. Well, a definition for me, I'll just share it quick because the energy does change. A spirit person uh, passes over and they may not always be happy like, oh, fudge, you know, mm. or they're very excited to do it. Well, the ones that get old fudge, sometimes you'll feel them most because they're angry, roar, roar, right? And sometimes we'll feel them before we'll feel, oh, I just thought everything worked out fine. I had a great life. Thank you very much. I give you all this love and kisses. And and sometimes you have to discern who is talking to you and whether they're trying to say, or is it well this is now in the territory of Shar because mm-hmm. these people show up in your home and they're not necessarily your family. They're they're wanting anybody who's perceptive enough to pick up them mm-hmm. because they want to say something has nothing to do with your life, but they will tell you what you want to know so you pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. So I
0: have a question Does stress and that energy bring them who you is. yes I didn't understand what's if, one more? if you're stressed and you have that energy for being stressed does it attract them more yes
1: absolutely you know why because you're giving off your life force like a firecracker poof
0: oh can I have some of that thank you the other thing is a, I don't know yeah. where if you're if you're not feeling well you're not you're not supposed to go
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm there's truth to that and if you're ill, I don't know about the rest of you. I even know I had three shots. I've had COVID twice in this variant, too. It's like, God, I live on a mountain. Well, Walmart, everybody. <laughs> Walmart or um, dollar store up there. Right. Right? Yeah. Three places to shop. Um, you know, everybody goes to those places. And um, I, I I was contemplating sharing a tidbit. So we have to very really be discerning where we're seeing messages and hairy messages because spirit people are very lonely. They want to be remembered. I get a lot of that. Don't forget me. And of course we don't want to, but how about, um, I'm somebody who likes a jazz generation. I got a lot of the old records. Well, who thinks of them every day?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's something to think of. So a lot of spirit people and ghosties like to go shopping and you know why? a lot of people are there and they get all jazzed up restaurants are worse too. i ever go to a restaurant without seeing all kinds of spirit people watch other people eat it's amazing sorry that sounds awful <laughs> people char made a comment the other night they do they watch you in the shower uh, yeah because they want to be around humans and in a restaurant and shopping malls I tell you, if I've turned those switches on, sometimes I don't want to. I don't want to see who's around. Sometimes I'll see a spirit person because they're sucking off somebody else and so they're visible. You know, like the medium or a ghost town when the guy uh, goes in for colonoscopy and he died real quick, came back. All of a sudden he saw ghost town, look it up. All of a sudden he saw spirit people everywhere because they changed him across Mm -hmm. the veil. And someone asked me once, well, you had that near death experience. My God, it must've been for two minutes. I there's so little of it, but it did happen. Did that make me more sensitive? No. Cause it was a month after my father died and I was seeing him right immediately. So, but did it help? I, I can't answer that. Um, but the ghost people in the hospitals, absolutely. A lot of grieving, a lot of happy babies being born, people being sick, people dying, the energy's everywhere. Do they watch us pass over? Curiosity, absolutely. Someone said to me once, you go to the hospital, whatever. I mean, at times I was forced to. But as some of the shows, oh, I don't want to go to hospital to stick. I don't want to see them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Walnut shell, everybody, walnut shell. I close myself in. I don't want to see people grappling at me. That's not fun. (laughs) It's not fun at all. I go to investigation. I was bringing this up in a class. the boys' home in Ione, we brought that up once, and I felt the spirit people very angry in there, and it scared me. And I told Shar, there's a force. I can't even walk to the front door. And I felt danger. Well, there was an intuitive there, and she fell through the floor. Like I felt a young man push her into the floor. She felt, I don't think it was all the way, but her the wood gave away, and she fell through the floor. And I had picked them up like that. Another question, Shark.
0: Um, every other week, I'm going to get in here. Uh, every other week, Nancy does readings. Okay. So, we're next it We're on an off week this week. Next week, Nancy will do readings. I was just thinking that since we're on this topic this week, maybe next week, you guys could come up with one question about maybe a sign you think you've seen at your house or seen around you that Nancy could answer who it is.
1: Yeah, let's make it even more interesting. Um, give me the name of somebody who's been in spirit or don't, and I'll tell you who I'm looking at who has been in your house, sure, as sure. a spirit or a ghost. Um, the only problem with the ghost thing is that I'm right here on my name tag. Um, sometimes it's not who we think it should be, mm-hmm. so I can describe it. Doesn't happen too often, usually, I can describe someone they're looking at or wanting to know from. But what we did this once before, Char, it was really successful. He like. 15 people and uh, 15 in a row. It was really fun. And I, I described the person I saw, but what we are gonna do is what signs are they doing? And yes, I think they can manipulate flower, um, not flowers, butterflies, dragonflies. I don't know how they can move a cloud to look at something more. How can they create um, a rainbow? But I I know that light switches, um, you mentioned that Char, Dimming of a light. Absolutely. They can shadow a window so that the light in the room changes. I love that. I love that because that's hard to do. Almost like they create a um, shadow figure and they stand in front of it. And all of a sudden the light changes around you. You go, what was that? Well, hello, it was them.
0: So the whole thing is that if Nancy starts doing readings right now, she'll be here all night. Oh, uh, She's not not prepared for that today. She has to Mm -hmm. prepare. So, Next Friday, we will be back here and we will do answer your questions.
1: And, and one more thing too. I had a a young lady write me a note and wanted an answer or something. And I was able to do it because I'm doing the show and giving my time on the air, please refrain from emailing me or texting in the box here. um, Questions. Uh, I cannot see the chat room, but I prefer when I do a show, that's when I give my time freely. I I really, I won't answer everybody. I can't. I'm too busy with my life. And we sold the house and I'm moving. My husband's had some illnesses. Uh, My life's busy. I have to plan that. Okay. So I hope you took that with the best light, everybody. Okay.
0: You guys can ask questions. Okay. It's just, uh, you know.
1: Everything takes time and I have to put my life force to you into your time. So it's not like the words show on the screen in front of me.
0: So next week, you know, have you have your questions ready yeah. and we'll do it and we'll go one by one. And if we have to be here two hours doing it, we'll do it. But I mean we'll we'll do it next week.
1: Two hours? Better figure out where I'm gonna be in two weeks. Make sure I'm rested. They don't know okay. I drove down today and packed and unpacked and four hour drive. Right.
0: Ah. But anyway, the whole point of today was that, you know, when you lose a loved one, it's very traumatic, but they are around you and you just don't realize it. And sometimes they have a message for you sometimes they don't sometimes you'll see them um, there's cases like I said with my mother where I could see already she was getting younger and I know I I'm talking that my friend I, you know friends that have lost loved ones and they'll see their, their 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 sibling or whatever in one state and then they come back later in a dream or in a vision and they, and they look completely different they're healthy looking and all this so it's like it takes a while for them to, Get to where they need to be and that's the other thing too you got to remember there's people online i'm not giving names okay there's people online that will contact the, the the deceased right away that's not right okay because the problem you got is that the problem you got is that uh hang on one second the problem the problem you got is that i got to do something real
1: quick. This was disappointing. Jessica, what does that mean, honey?
0: I didn't mean to put that up there. I was trying to do something else.
1: Well, it showed the world she was disappointed in us, maybe.
0: I'm I'm sorry, Jessica. I didn't mean to do that.
1: I think what she meant by that is you don't always get who you want. How many of you had readings and you want a particular question answered and it doesn't come up? It's because we're not supposed to know yet. And if that Jessica wanted dad or grandpa to come around and he's busy flying around the world, oh my gosh, they love to travel. And in time they travel a lot. So everybody think about trips you'd like to take or time in history you're very attracted to and you become a spirit person and all of a sudden all eras are opened up to you. Oh my gosh. I have a client who is a romance novelist. And she's very attracted to um, the romantic era of Scotland and Ireland and the shows on TV of that era. If she were to pass tomorrow, guaranteed she'd go go back to Scotland 14th, 15th, 16th century to check it out. It's not going to be as glamorous but it's still romantic to her And, and I know that's what she would do.
0: Anyway, real quick as I was saying is that when somebody dies they need time to adapt to what, to their new life. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the issue. And when people try to contact them right away, you know, usually you're not going to get good answers. Or like I said, they're not going to come because A, you're grieving and B, they're trying to make that transition into their next life. Yeah. And it's hard sometimes because sometimes they don't want to go. Sometimes they don't realize they're gone. you know, and it's, and it's something they have to go through. So you have to give them, you have to give your loved ones time also. And in
1: particular, let's discuss that for a second. Um, when people die of an accident, um, it's traumatic for them also. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen people, well, I've talked about the young man that bought his first convertible, like 30 years old, 25 to 30 years old. And he was changing a cassette in the dash in a mountain range area, two lane, you know, going around, got hit by a truck and he was propelled out of his body and he's, in the air, looking at his body in the car, big crash. <laughs> Somehow I, I don't know how this works, everybody, but I was witnessing when he was going, what the? Explotive, <laughs> explotive. <laughs> I saw his grandmother. He wasn't even looking at his grandma, He was so interested in what happened to him. Like there's, there's such an instant. It takes a while it, and they regret. Oh my gosh. So I always say people, if it happened to you, how would you deal with it? me i'm taking a trip i'm going to see the cosmos i'm going to see different like all the lifetimes i had in japan and other places i'm chat tra- i'm traveling so i always tell my kids don't miss me for a while i'll be back you know so uh but accidents things like that be sympathetic when someone has an accident and it seems like most people go to their own funerals i've seen a lot of them i tell people what they're dressed in usually with the coffin i tell them where they're standing so they've had a sense of that so of people go through and send and i always tell people try not to grieve and be selfish oh they left my life i'm so glad they were in my life so grateful i had the hours with them everybody and i know i don't want a child of mine to die but i've had people that close people from a high school um, chum uh, to men and that I'd work business with, all of a sudden they're just gone. And we grieve because I won't be in our life, but you can't be selfish because that was their time. Mm-hmm. Um, the universe has a plan for real, all of us. We have to accept that. Um, and that's been proven to me from we're gotten off track. But the people who passed and the ones who greeted them, they'll give me messages. well, we could have taken six weeks ago or a year ago, but they needed more time. And then the person said, oh, they were in an accident a year ago. Oh, they were almost electrocuted six weeks earlier. And I go, wow. So there is a way that people can have more time, but is only a gift. Um, I always tell people to be very sympathetic when someone passes unexpectedly. And be soft and loving and say, you could be okay. And we're going to be okay. Give them permission to grieve also. And if they've been damaged, one show we did a month back I can't remember. And a woman showed up who had been damaged, and she needed to talk to someone in the chat room. And she said, "This person in the chat room." I can't remember what I said. I just said, "She wants someone listening to the show to stop thinking of her in a damaged way. They don't want you to think of them as in a car accident. What that looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that happened, it was a Reno, and a young man fell overboard into the blades of a, a sailboat." A, a, a fast boat and so the father pulled him out of the water can you imagine what that looked like it's hard to get that out of your mind but they don't want you to think of them that way that causes them grief because you cannot remember them as whole and happy and that's another level of grieving like what kind of guilt did that man have not taking better care of the boy didn't fall into though he was a teenager he fell in and I had to call the mom or aunt or somebody back when I got home. And I said, you got to heal the father so the son can heal. So that's a good message I want to end with tonight. Yeah. All right,
0: sweetie. And like I'm, I said, you know, this show was about, you know, messages from the dead. Do we get them? Yes, we get them. But you're not always going to see them, like Nancy says, because you're going to, your lives are busy. You know, sometimes it takes that whole, that whole <laughs> like the amount of the ghost people see are when they're dozing off in bed. <laughs> Because your mind is calm. It's I call it the twilight sky. The in-between place. Yeah, that in-between place. So, uh-huh. I mean, you, you, you try to force the issue, and you're not going to see them. You have to just relax. And eventually, when they're ready, they will come. When they think you're ready, they will come. You know, that's just how it is. But you know what? Next week, also, what I want to see in the chat room, when you guys come in, not only do I want you to ask answer a question, <coughs> I want to see if you've had any messages.
1: Oh, let's way. ask that. Yeah. yeah. All the different ways people can get messages.
0: Yeah. I and another
1: would that. be good is how um, obscure uh, the craziest messages. Let's see yeah. how strange and wonderful certain messages can be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be a lot of fun.
0: So I want we to see that. Out and have easily I mean, on not to be sitting here blogging blah, about my messages, yeah. but mm-hmm. I want to see what you guys are getting. Okay. And I know some of you put some in here tonight. So save those for next week and then let yeah, us know. Please. You know, because I think what I wanted primarily to primarily do tonight was lay the foundation for next week. Yeah, that's
1: a really which great way. idea, yeah, Sharp. I don't know. Think...
0: Okay. It's always so fun to do readings, but I'd like
1: to hear what they have to say yeah. about
0: So we're gonna, so we're gonna, we're gonna think about readings and we're gonna see what you guys have to say about it. We're gonna lay the foundation in, okay? Oh, anyway, I think that's great. Yeah. Anyway, great. I think Nancy's tired. She's been moving all day. <laughs> and uh, it's my Friday night. I'm going to make it out tomorrow night. Now, California Haunts Ghostly Events is, uh, is 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 the main Facebook page now, and I'm going to be telling ghost stories tomorrow. You guys want to hear some creepy stories about the California Gold Country and what's Your it? There's different creepy stories. places out there? Come on over to California Haunts Ghostly Events at about I would say maybe 8:30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow night. I know it's kind of late for you guys on the East Coast, but come on over there. And I'm going to be telling some, some spooky stories about some spooky locations. So if you're into that sort of thing, come on over. Um, if you're already um, following me over there, that's great. Just come on in and visit. I'll get it all set up tonight for you. And if you're not following me, push that button to follow, right? Even today, you know, if uh, hit the follow button over on Facebook. Hit the follow button over at Twitch. And hit that subscription button over at YouTube. Okay, because we have a lot of videos out. And I think there's something for everybody. And like I said, next week, Nancy will do readings. We try to have Nancy do readings every other week. If yeah, past-
1: we I, we got off track and I'm sorry, everybody. Um yeah. there was I've been on her investig- remote, you know, and I'll I'll never forget the one in Placeville, the butcher's shop. Oh my god, yes. Do that one. Yes, that was a spooky thing. And and sometimes we we enter a building, excuse me, investigators. I do it in my head, <laughs> my mind. And you see all this stuff, and I remember, well, I'm gonna get out of my dead animals everywhere Yeah, <laughs> it was awful and then we found out afterward it was a butcher shop so that's, yeah. a, that's a spooky one that's a good one
0: yeah and a lot of the times when I go in on a case because I do have sensitive abilities but I don't have them like Nancy I, I don't want to see them that's not my gig I can feel them I'm, by the way a man's energy is really heavy compared to a woman's. but but that's the, what I'll do is I'll let Nancy get into my head <laughs> I become Nancy's eyes. So I will walk around a building. Mm-hmm. I remember one we did a residential and you said, Well, look to your left. What do you see over there? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> There's a woman right there. I'm like, okay, you know, but that's that what we do. And so Nancy will see through my eyes when, when I'm out on location, which oh, is kind of cool.
1: And I'll tell you ahead of time where to go. How about going yeah. up there oh, yeah, that's creepy long. too?
0: She's done right. that where she's, one. She's of the first times. Go ahead. See, the design on the wallpaper in a room, and I'll walk in and go, Well, you're going to go in and make a right turn. There's going to be a hall. I'll make another left turn. You're in the kitchen. And the wallpaper looks like this. And Nancy's never seen the house before.
1: Yeah. Well, the guy you know. in the rocking chair was what I was making reference well, to. Well, that was
0: the one, too, yeah. I walk in there, and there's the, sure enough, there's like, she says, there's a row of rocking chairs off to your left, and there's a man rocking in the chair nearest the door. So I walk in, and sure enough, there's the row of rocking chairs.
1: And it's rocking.
0: And it's rocking. So...
1: Nancy's freaked me out a couple of times. Over the years. <laughs> how can I do this? And it's yep. like, and, and there's a lot of people, oh, magic, magic. Cost you a bazillion dollars to talk to me. I go, really? This is what I do. And I love it. Yep. yep. Everybody can do this if you practice. No one can get by doing this, just taking a class or two and never practicing. Um, the best way to get practice, everybody says, well, how do you do that? Um Block Talk Radio. Pick a time. Just say free readings. People from the world will call you. Oh yeah. You could put another name there. You don't have to identify yourself. Just give just practice. Give readings. Just say new psychic online. Yeah. Yeah. Big readings. Do it for a half hour free for nothing. Yeah. Make a lot of people happy. You gotta practice.
0: Yeah. I was just saying the funny thing is because of because of what I do, what I've done for twenty five years. And now mm-hmm. I'm doing it full time because I'm doing the radio show my mm-hmm. friend last night because I, I took a break last night for dinner and then I, I was on the phone with her and i said well i gotta go back and talk to the dead and she went okay bye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> normal. life is normal i'm <laughs> just talking <laughs> to the <laughs> dead people you know i told her i said i have to go talk to dead people now you know? that's my line <laughs> That's it. Just go, okay bye so yeah but anyway next week guys bring your questions Bring, uh, bring your stories, because I know there's some in here. We didn't get to them, and I apologize for that, but we wanted, like I said, I was trying to lay a foundation for next week, so we'd have all this built up, and you guys could really think out different things that have happened to you. So bring those, bring bring your stories, bring your questions, and we will get to them, and we will go one by one.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fun.
0: Yeah. Okay. We had fun tonight. Yes. Monday now. Uh, Sunday, I'm going to be here. More Lizzie Borden. Boy, was she something. I'm starting to think she did it. I'm starting to think she did it.
1: That's all. I've always felt that she did it. Yep. Whether she did it in the nude or she did it and then put a dress over all the clothes. Yes. End result. Yeah. I'm not positive. I think it was based on money. The father wouldn't give her money to go to the dances. Yes. And uh, that's what I picked up anyway. So I think she had a sweetheart and they couldn't come together because of the father. Mm -hmm. And I think he she killed him to stop so that she could have a life and and reverse it. They shunned the whole town, shunned her. So she had to move away. So her life was unfortunate, very sad.
0: So that's 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday. I'm going to be reading from my Lizzie Borden book. And we got a way to go because not only will she, you know, we got to go through the trial, then she's going to move. The house is haunted and then the new house she moves into is haunted as well. So there's stories about that. Okay. And it's
1: haunted. I put my mind there. and go. "Eh."
0: Yeah, it's haunted. Monday. (laughs) All this talk about Elvis, right? Ivor Davis is going to be back with us. He was on the show two, yeah. two years ago talking about the Beatles. And he had spent a lot of time with the Beatles, and he, he wrote a real nice book about it. He's also written about Elvis because he spent some time with Elvis as well. So he's going to be with us on Monday talking about Elvis. So we're going to have that going on. Didn't Let's he talk about
1: this. Elvis last time, or was it the Beatles?
0: The Beatles was the focus. I recognized
1: him. I must have listened yeah, yeah.
0: to yeah, the show. Yeah, that was the Beatles show. So he's going to be talking about Elvis. He'll be with us Monday. He's coming back to see us. And then, like I said, tomorrow night, probably around 8.30 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to be reading, not reading, but talking about some of the haunted ghost stories that we've done and some of the stuff we've worked on with Nancy as well, because a lot of Nancy worked on too. And uh, so that'll be tomorrow night, but that's going to be over on Facebook. It's going to be going out Facebook Live. So if you're interested in that, check out California Haunts Ghostly Events, because that's where it's going to pretty much play, okay? That's where we're going to be. She, she's going to
1: be. Shara's been very gracious to have guests on who we like talking about this, but Mm -hmm. she's had other people on. It's very, you need to check out her YouTube Mm
0: -hmm. and uh,
1: mine also Nancy Matt psychic. And because she has had a variety of people on that would get it. Everybody can find something they're interested in. Yeah, I had a lot of fun listening to the show while I'm working on my business or clean the house. I put the computer on, I pull it up and I've, I've listened to most of them. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. So all right, I'll see you guys tomorrow night, hopefully. So join me over at California Haunts Ghostly Events. Oh, also I'm teaching a second development class. Oh that's sorry. going to be Saturday the twenty third at seven PM Pacific. And for those of you who like like we're talking tonight, who want to learn how to control their abilities or think they might have abilities, that's the class to take. It's a it's a beginning class, it's a level one, and I, I take you through meditations, I teach you how to to open and close that psychic door,
1: which a lot of people don't know how to do. And you I know, you know something? those people who um, have children that are gifted,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they could take the class to teach a child.
0: Yes. Because yes. I've
1: had parents come to me of uh, children. Oh, they're talking to spirit people. They don't have control or, you know, horror movies, man, I have kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. talking to
1: people weren't relatives. And um, so parents take the classes to teach the child.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I teach you to meet your spirit guides and all that good stuff, and you'll you'll meet your spirit guide, you'll meet your animal guide, you're going to meet your spirit, you're going to visit your spirit library, you're going you're going to meet your spirit, see your spirit object. There's always a message. There's a box on the table. There's always a message in the box. So I mean, I teach you guys how to do all that stuff, and that's that's level one of abilities. You know, to to learn how to open up and and like Nancy says, that's that's part of the process of learning how to open up. And this is what I teach you is how to open up and close it so
1: mm-hmm. all right well, sure that hard. yeah yeah
0: she, she'll
1: teach it i want to hear i want to hear uh. yeah
0: yeah
1: is that one thing i want to do it you you allow it and yeah Teaches it mm-hmm. yeah so
0: i teach you how to do all that stuff all right guys i'll see you tomorrow and uh, have, a have a good night
1: good night